All Around the West, Episode 19, Forks and Flattery. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the AllAroundTheWest.com podcast, and we are going to continue to make our way around the Olympic Peninsula before we head down into southern Washington and on into Oregon. And today we have a kind of a funny episode about a trip we made to Forks, Washington, and then to Cape Flattery. If you don't know where Forks is, I will let you Google it, or you can go ahead and listen to the podcast and find out. It's uh, a bit famous in some recent literature. So on our trip around the Olympic Peninsula, we ended up in Forks, Washington. And Forks is famous for something. I can't remember what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Forks is famous for the Twilight books. Oh, that's right. The Twilight <laughs> books. So we ended up there, had some lunch at a small restaurant. And while we were there, I told Sue that I had noticed that we were not that far from Cape Flattery, which is the very northwest tip of the continental United States. And it might be fun to take a trip up there, so at least we could say that we had done that. When we lived in Florida, I had promised Sue that we would take a trip down to Key West, which I guess would be the very opposite end of the United States. And we never did, and we ended up moving somewhat suddenly. I never got to fulfill that promise, so it's still on the list of things to do. So at least we've been to the very northwest corner. So we took off and headed up to Cape Flattery. So Cape Flattery is up on the Macaw Reservation, and we had to, all roads up there lead through Forks in, on the Olympic Peninsula in Washington. So we left Forks, went driving up through the reservation up north, and uh, we had to get a pass in order to get onto the reservation. So we stopped at the Macaw cultural center, is that what it was, I think? I think so. And uh, got a recreational pass, which allowed us to go on reservation and uh, go up to Cape Flattery. And when I bought the pass, which was good for a year, uh, and we thought uh, it's, uh, it's late November now and we still have another month we could use it, except we live in Utah. Um, we, we bought it and the guy said, I told him where we were going and the guy who I bought it from said, uh, do you know how to get there? And I said, well, not exactly. He said, well, you go out of the parking lot, you turn left, and you follow the double yellow line until it ends. I kind of felt like we were going to see the Wizard of Oz or something. <laughs> <laughs> and so we did. We followed it, and it twisted and turned. And a couple times I thought, oh, is this really the right way? Because it kind of went away from the coast, and then back in and around and everything. And in the end, sure enough, it led us right to into a parking lot. And it ended. And that was the parking lot for the the, Cap, the Cape Flattery trailhead. And yeah, we were there. So it's a little tiny, <clears throat> little tiny parking lot. Uh, and then you park and head off onto a trail that uh, goes through the woods for a ways back out to the coast. And there's a boardwalk on part of it and um, some places where you can just see lots of under 
brush and lots of heavy growth. Uh, a couple places the closer you get to the coast where you can um, step out some platforms to view the sea stacks and the beautiful yeah, it was gorgeous. forest yeah. going through on the way. The trees are great. Very primeval, yeah. foresty. Yeah. We, we took some great pictures there. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> um, and then you get there. And, and I tell you, it, it was not anything like I thought it was going to be. I had in my mind this vision that we would be on a beach with the waves crashing against it and birds flying around. And we would you know, raise our hands and say, we're here at the northwest tip at Cape Flattery. And it wasn't like that at all. You're about what, I don't know, 75 feet above the water, 100 feet above the water. Yeah, you walk out and there's like a viewing platform there right on the edge, uh, right on the, it's on the straight, uh, straight of Juan de Fuca. And you look out over Tatouche Island, which is right across, uh, there's a little lighthouse there. And yeah, it's a big high area. You can see for miles around. The um, interpretive sign there said that the uh, it was used for seasonal hunting and fishing trips and the Maka used that high area to um, scout out, to look for uh, animals. And also they cited early European expeditions that were searching for the Northwest, Northwest Passage. Um, from that high area so yeah it was really beautiful I mean there were sea stacks around and the coves kind of from the rocks cliffs uh, birds everywhere yeah nesting and on the cliffs and everything and we we had a uh, we were there some other people were there and I remember there was this uh, boat that was crossing in front ways away uh, and somebody said oh look there's an eagle out there and sure enough we looked out, there's all sorts of seagulls who are following, you know, that fishing boat. And then there was an eagle that was flying back and he flew back to the um, to the, the the woods behind us. And like we said in other podcasts, we were just so surprised at all the bald eagles we saw. And here here was another one. And it got a pretty good, pretty nice shot of that, picture of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very beautiful. Very beautiful area. Waves just crashing into these cliffs and kind of caves that were because it was out like on a promontory you could kind of look back to the left and to the right and see some kind of crevice cave type areas and the surf crashing in yeah it was cool so as a fun hike um it was downhill i kept i remember thinking as we were heading from the parking lot it seemed like it was downhill the whole way which it was but in the end it wasn't that horrible uh, coming back up. So that's a fun trip. Nice to for your kids or family be able to say that they've gone and been to that very northwest tip of the United States, at least the continental United States. So after that, we got back in our car, headed back to Forks, where we stayed the night. And Forks was an interesting experience. <laughs> <laughs> so Forks is just a little town on the Olympic Peninsula that its claim to fame before the Stephanie Meyer books was um, logging. It was a logging area. And, um, of course, the Twilight books are set in Forks, Washington. And so because of that, it's become a tourist destination. destination for really. all Twilight lovers. Yes. For twi- <laughs> yeah. So, and and th- I have to t- – well, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I'll tell you later. <laughs> what? So it was, it was funny. So yes, I read the books and uh, 
you know, seen the movies. And it was interesting to see, I mean, everybody in town has some, all the shops have some kind of a tie-in there on Main Street to the to the books. Quite interesting. Even at the hotel we stayed in, there was a a twilight suite that you could rent that was uh, red and black, if I remember yes. right, walls. And we, we didn't do that, but but you couldn't. I think there wasn't a lot of hotels. There's two or three hotels, seems like. And I think most of them had a twilight-themed room. Uh, or, or two. Or yeah. two available for you if you wanted to have that experience. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was just interesting. So we went to... I. We we had no intention of doing any Twilight stuff or whatever when when we went there. And in fact, in my wildest dreams, I never thought I'd be staying the night in Forks, Washington. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, when when we were planning the trip way back before we ever left, we were looking at maps and kind of you know what what's up there, what do we want to try to see, and we're looking at maps one day and scott said hey up in the olympic peninsula is forks isn't that the place where those vampire books are set and i said yeah and and i said okay you know if we wander through there it might be fun to get a picture in front of the sign because the sign's famous now you know the town sign and then that was all we ever said we forgot about it and it certainly was not on our must-see list. <laughs> yeah, our must-see <laughs> list of things to do on the trip. But like I said earlier, all roads lead to Forks in in the Olympic Peninsula. I mean, it's almost hard to go anywhere in that area, in yeah. that area without going through Forks. We ended up crisscrossing and going through town like three or four Total times. times. Yep. So um, finally, yeah, we – timing – we just finally decided, oh, we're just going to stay in Forks overnight. So finally, we were just like, we're just going to give in to the twilight and let's just embrace it and go check everything out. So we went to the Twilight Central store and that... Everything Twilight there. Yes, everything. I mean, it's all red and black everywhere. Life-size <laughs> cardboard characters of, of Jacob and... <laughs> I can't remember the guy's name. The other Edward. Edward. <laughs> and Bella and, and everybody, Bella. you know. Um, and it's kind of freaky in a way. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, yes. And just everything you can imagine. I, it was just so interesting, the stuff they had. Scrapbook supplies so that you could scrapbook your... Everything Twilight. <laughs> yeah, your, you know, weekend. And, and I think we saw a sign that said that Alice shopped there. Didn't we? Yes. Yes. There was a sandwich board out on the street because it's not right on the main street. It's like a block off. And there yeah. was a sandwich board that says it's Alice's favorite place to shop. <laughs> and, um, yeah. I mean, just so many funny things like that. It was just we got a kick out of it. And while we were in that shop, the <clears throat> Twilight tour bus came by. <laughs> yeah. So that's another thing. You can go on this. They've got just like a... 20 passenger little van thing and they have tours and you you can do all kinds of really cool stuff there in Forks if you are a Twilight fan just yeah, so and you, you, can, you can see the house that Bella and her dad lived in, except they really didn't because it wasn't even filmed there. The mo- yeah, the movie wasn't filmed there. So <laughs> but they'll find a house that tells you that's who. Right. There's a bunch of, so we saw live. like a brochure or whatever that says, you know, here's all the places 
to go. And so there's there's homes and different sites identified that this is the Cullen's house and this is Chief Swan's house and whatever. But they, yeah, they don't look like the movie ones because the movie wasn't filmed in Forks. So you have to, you have to be a reader and think, oh, this is what the, the yeah. movie or the, what the house looked like, you know, in the book. So anyway, we decided, well, we're just going to go take some pictures at some different places. So we went and found the hospital and there where? was where Carlisle worked. Yeah. And um, we found, we didn't go to the police station. No. Um, but that's another funny story. So later when I, I posted on our personal blog, just a funny story post about all the things we saw in twilight we'll, we'll link to that in, in the show notes for this go to allaroundthewest.com slash podcast 19 i'll have a link to that funny post <laughs> you get to see sue in all her glory oh my word um so one of my friend neighbors here in town said oh did you get a picture with you know so and so who's a, a police deputy there in town and i was like no and she said, well, that's my nephew. My nephew is a police officer in Forks. And people stop him all the time and get pictures with him. And he's like the Charlie Swan stand-in. And I just burst out laughing. And I said, no, because we didn't want to go bother police officers to get pictures. But evidently, that happens all the time. But I said, if I'd known that he was your nephew, I would have gone and said, hey. <laughs> anyway. It's a pretty small town. They probably aren't super, super busy. I yeah, guess. it is I a small hope. town. So we found the high school um, and took pictures of that and the... Um, there at the visitor's, <clears throat> little visitor center. Oh, the, yep. Go ahead there. There's, What's there? The trucks are there. So yeah. Bella's red Chevy truck, the one the like the um, the one that's like described in the books. And then the other version that's the, the movie truck. So there's two trucks there at the visitor center and there's an outdoor sports store that's like Mike's parents store. And I mean, you know, just everything, everything you can imagine. So the restaurants uh, also had some themed food and I can't remember. I know there was swan salad, right? Oh, yeah. What was the other one? Oh, Edward, Edward something. Oh, oh I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, they all had yeah. dishes that yes. were themed around twilight <laughs> yeah it was i mean seriously it, it's a small town and so why not jump on the bandwagon people are going to be there they're going to go shop they're going to eat so yeah why not it was anyway it was a kick it was really fun so we also uh i said okay we need to go to first beach so we drove out to first beach because that's a prominent place that what, ha what happened in the movie or in the <clears throat> books or whatever there what uh, that's that? where the wolf the shape-shifting wolf pack lives okay. <laughs> out at the quillu tribe lives which they really do live at first beach so we were driving out and uh there's a there was a like a gas station that had those kind of signs, like the fire danger signs, where That's it's like arrow. A, an arrow, you know, half circle, red, green, yellow, and there's an arrow that points. So this was a vampire danger sign, and it was on like extreme <laughs> red, you know, <laughs> we took a picture of that. And um, we're driving out to the Cooley Reservation, and right when we got to the kind of the edge, there's a big sign that says... 
treaty line because that's the treaty between the vampires and the werewolves if you've read the book and i said "Ooh, there's the treaty line and scott said "Ooh, i wondered where that was and (laughs) i were laughing our heads off anyway got out to first beach and through the pool you reservation and the beach is beautiful yeah it's yeah it's pretty just like all those beaches up there that you'll hear more about in subsequent podcasts where we talk about our trip up uh, down the coast sorry uh, it it uh, it was a beautiful beach and a little misty and dark and gray when we were there, but uh, just uh, great. And the sea stacks and everything just make it so scenic. Yeah, beautiful. And we went through a town called La Push. Was that part of the Yeah, that's the where Jacob too? lives. Oh, Jacob and... lives in La Push. Oh, yeah. yeah, I forgot that. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> so if I remember, so the Quileute, is that how you say it? Uh-huh. Uh, Indian tribe, they, uh, there's some, when you go through the town there, they have some um, hotels and places to stay there. And if I remember right, you can actually, uh, they'll give you a permit. You can get a permit to have a campfire on the beach and that type of thing. It was yes. the first beach. A bonfire, bonfire with sorry. driftwood yes. because the driftwood is the sea salt, you know, makes it blue. Blue flame. Blue flame. Uh, That's in the books, too. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> so, anyway, that might be We didn't do that, but that was an interesting thing to do. We went back and stayed. Well, we stayed in Forks that night. And I was a little kind of frightened to go out that <laughs> night. <laughs> I didn't want something to happen and Sue have to come back and say, I lost Scott in Forks. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, but it was fun to be able to say that we had been there and seen it. And and I, I'm sure we're missing some things that uh, that we uh, saw that had the Twilight theme, uh, you know, there in town. But we've told you most of them. And it was... The it, pharmacy had a sandwich board outside yeah. that said... Bella's first aid station. And, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, different things know, like that. Just all kinds of funny things. So when you Sue has a bunch of those things on our personal blog, you can see some of those pictures there. And eventually, I have some on allaroundthewest.com. But it was a fun, it was a fun trip. It was fun to go up to Cape Flattery. It was fun to go through Forks, which as Sue said, we did several times. Um, and uh, then we headed on down the coast to Olympic National, the rest of Olympic National Park, which we've already talked about. So. So, great part of our trip. Fun. Um, uh, if you have a chance to go to Cape Flattery, I highly recommend that. And I'll let you decide whether you want to go to Forks or not. <laughs> but if you go to Cape Flattery, you're probably going through Forks. So because yeah, all uh, roads lead to Forks. Yeah, just enjoy it while you're there. So, if you've enjoyed this uh, episode or enjoyed our podcast, it would be great if you could go over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. And be sure to visit us at allaroundthewest.com. There are links at the top to all the other places you can find us at Twitter and Pinterest and Facebook and all those places. And be sure to check out our blog. And if you've been to Forks, leave us a comment there at allaroundthewest.com slash podcast19 and tell us what your favorite part of Forks was or your favorite part of that very northwest tip of the United States. I'm Scott. I'm Sue. And this is the podcast for allaroundthewest.com. Where's your next adventure? 